Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. And I'm Valerie Comer. And Cooney. And Cooney. Oh, <laughs> I'm not Cooney. This is Cooney. Never right. <laughs> Today, we are talking about cruise ship romance. Just when you thought we couldn't niche it down any <laughs> further than we could, we come up with cruise ship romance. So, um... This is not cruise ships falling in love, but it is. Oh, darn. I need to go back and rewrite my whole notes. <laughs> this is romance take that takes place at sea, like uh, the love boat, which reveals my age. Um, yeah. Morel and Valerie would get mm-hmm. it too, but like yes. if, you're a, if you're a youngin, it's, it's old TV. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um. Why cruise ships? What what makes cruise a cruise ship a romantic setting? Does anybody have a thought on that? Norelle? It tends to be an exotic thing. I mean, it's usually somewhere that people really want to go and can't go just any old day of the week. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that vacation uh, element. Yes. Okay. And I like the forced proximity because you can't get away from someone if you're on a ship, unless you want to swim for a very long time somewhere. So you've got that aspect of it. But it's also in a book. There's no seasickness. There's no COVID running wild and quarantine, which has been the drama around Australia for the last couple of years. Cruise ships are going to make you sick. So none of that in a book. You get to enjoy all the cruise ship elements without having to worry about illness. So to me, that's a win. There. And it's free compared to having to pay for a cruise. Just before, pay <laughs> yeah, before COVID, it was a uh, norovirus that would always get everyone on the cruise. Yeah. yeah. One of the downsides, of course, is that most cruises tend to be fairly short, mm-hmm. seven, 10 days, maybe two weeks. Yeah. And so yeah. that's, you know, even for those of us who might write a fall in love at first sight kind of romance that's pretty darn fast very fast so but yes. most of them have part of the story taking place um elsewhere off the ship sure yeah, yeah. afterwards mm. but so long as the the significant part happens um on the ship i was i was good with that okay i have one that doesn't one that's pretty much on the ship the whole time yeah okay. minor, minor minor on the ship the whole time too <laughs> we may have the same book (laughs) great so well let's find out i uh it there were not as many there are a lot of cruise ship cozy mysteries i found when i was looking Mm. for this and i was like those all look very fun and i would like to read them but they do not help me for this at all oh well now Uh, you can go ahead and read them all Yes, yes. Now that now that we've covered this, I can work them in. <laughs> yeah, because they fit the Agatha Christie. Everyone's sort of stuck in the same place. So a cruise ship's ideal for a cozy mystery. Yeah, when you think about I would it. I think so. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, Norelle, you want to go first? I will go first. So I bumped up a book I've been meaning to read for ages, and then I started reading. And think, why did I wait so long to read <laughs> this book? And that's the theory of happily ever after by Kristen Billerbeck. Was that on anyone's list? No. First book. Oh, first wow. Book. First book? <laughs> so it's Valerie and I that have the Talk same books it. this time. Yeah, so I really enjoyed this one. And I'm, I've am i been a fan of Kristen Belovic for a long time since she first wrote um, What a Girl Wants back in, can't remember when, it was a while ago. So <laughs> I really enjoyed it. So Maggie, Dr. Maggie Maguire, she's got a PhD. She works at 
UCLA. So this, so she's from California. She's 31 and her fiance has just dumped her and he's marrying some twitty young pretty thing that's the uh, very opposite to her. And so she has really taken this relationship breakup hard. She hasn't told her academic parents that she's no longer getting married and she's been... And they're still planning her wedding. Yes, her mother is still planning her wedding. And so she's been wallowing in her tiny apartment with um, Hallmark movies and ice cream and she's kind of borrowed and adopted the neighbour's cat as well in the middle of all this, probably because the cat eats the ice cream. But anyway, so she's really in a a bad place. Um, She's had parents that have just pushed her and pushed her and pushed her and she's got a New York Times bestselling book called... Now, was it the was it the theory of bliss? I think the it was science of bliss. The science of bliss. That's it. So yeah. So she's a scientist whose focus is on happiness, and so she has the secrets to happiness. Yes, apparently, except she's incredibly unhappy at the start Ice of the book. Ice cream and Hallmark <laughs> movies and cats. Yes. Yes. And, apparently, and that makes you and an absence of reality. Yeah. Yes very much an absence of reality yes and her social skills are not her strength either and her um ex-fiance was kind of the person she relied on to sort of promote her work and do what she's doing and so losing him was kind of like a lot of her confidence went with that as well so her friends one of them's Haley, who's her publicist and another friend who's um in the fitness industry i think it was kathleen and Haley. they come up with this idea that they're going to drag her out of the apartment and she's going to go on a cruise and she's going to be the headline act on the new year new new year new you cruise that's a bit of a tongue twist when you try and actually say it out loud looks good on paper yeah new year new you and then we have dr maggie mcguire and she gets Basically, they pack for her, they make a shower, drag her out of the apartment, and suddenly she's in Galveston, Texas, boarding this cruise ship. It all sort of happens in this world of activity. And so she meets the hero of the story, who his name's Sam Wellington, and he's somehow, his sister is is somehow connected to being the new publisher, and he basically meets her and his social skills are about as good as hers and says that I think you, you study junk science. Like you don't know what you're talking about with this whole happiness theory. So that did not go very well initially. Well, but, it kind um, of did because she was feeling su- such a lack of confidence that she's like, you're right. And she cringes and cowers. Yeah. But then you're still going to make her speak, right? Yes. As so I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to throw to Valerie now to keep going and finish this one. I've set it up. So now Valerie can talk more about it. Oh, I don't know. She's just, she's had this total crisis of confidence and she is absolutely certain she knows nothing about happiness. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, so many people's jobs are riding on her, on the, uh, the second book that she's supposed to write that her publisher has already signed her for and blah, 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 blah. So she's feeling a lot of pressure. Um, and this is a singles cruise. New year, yeah. new you. And she's just... Yeah, kind of horrified to be there. Uh, yes. She meets two men. There's also the bartender who mm-hmm. uh, she hangs out with some, and then uh, Sam. You know, it's it's classic Bilderbeck, I think. It's rom-com, yep. but uh, there's, I was impressed by how many actually serious moments there were in there and, and how much of a spiritual message there really was. Yes. It would have been so easy for that one to be written just as 
a rom-com, clean, funny, whatever. But Kristen yeah. pulled it back in and just gave it some spiritual depth as well. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, it had a lot of, it had the meat to it, that, what I call the meat. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, it was like having a very substantial sandwich as opposed to, yeah. Instead of just the melting ice cream at the beginning. <laughs> and the cruise ship was such an important part of the setting as well. And I think that's one of the reasons I bumped this up as the first one to talk about, because it, this could this story couldn't have happened anywhere else. Like it needed to be, there were specific things that happened on the cruise ship that were hilarious that needed that particular setting. And she couldn't get away from him. She couldn't stay away from him. Both guys are different for different reasons at different times. And she was the clueless heroine, very smart intellectually, but in terms of reading people, not particularly good at reading people. And that added a lot to the comedy, I think, in the story as well. Not actually seeing what's under her nose. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. That sounds really fun. It reminds me a little bit of, and and, and more just from the the setup that you were talking about with the science of the movie, um, Someone Like You with Ashley Judd and Hugh Jackman. Yep. It's not on a cruise ship, so it has nothing to do with that. But the setup sort of sounds sort of familiar. So yeah, um, that's one I can also recommend, uh, although it's like not appropriate. But um, <laughs> it's funny. I've seen it. It's it's funny. <laughs> it's it's a very yeah. standard standard acceptable in today's culture not in christianity movie um you know yep. as as they are so all right cool so my first one i'm going to count that as both of y'all's first one if that's okay all right all yep. right <laughs> so my first one is it had to be you by linda windsor um oh, i read that i did ago. not read this one i don't think yeah. I have read it and loved it, but it was many years ago. So I'm looking forward to remembering it. This is a really old book. Um, it is like 2015, maybe, I think, or possibly so a little, old. little earlier than, than that. that. Well, it's like seven years. That's, that's not inconsequential. Um, so Sunny is a nurse and she is tagging along to be childcare for her sister and her, and her sister's husband who, um, they just lost both their parents. Sunny and her sister lost their mom and dad. Okay. Um, and her sister uh, is just really, she fell into this massive depression um, as, as part of grief, uh, as, as you might. <laughs> so, um, and it's just causing, you know, her husband is supportive, but also, you know, when one of, of a marriage is super depressed, your marriage also starts to suffer. So the idea is that this cruise would be a chance for the two of them to reconnect and Sunny will watch the kids um, who are teenagers, not, not like little tiny kids. So it's not, it's not hard there. And she's fun aunt Sunny. Everybody loves fun aunt Sunny. And she's just always perky and cheerful and never lets anything get to her um, because she, that is just what she does. She just, you know, is always perky and cheerful. Um and uh Dan is going on a cruise with his family because his mother went on a cruise like three or four months prior um met a man and eloped with him after this yes after this whirlwind courtship she had just been widowed fairly recently went on this cruise to sort of get out of her funk and came back married and he, Dan, wants, he's just, he's like, this man that she married is a gold digger. Um, I'm keeping an eye on him. I'm going to go and I'm going to 
finally find the dirt and expose him. So that's why he's going. Um, super skeptical of the whole thing and super um, grumpy now because he's like, he used to be working on the ranch with uh, his dad. And now then when his dad died, his mom moved off the ranch and now she's remarried to this person. And so he feels like the weight of the whole family is on his shoulders and nobody sees or appreciates all that he does. Poor um, yeah. Um, so this, the absolute best thing of this is that it couldn't have taken place anywhere else. Like the cruise ship, the cruise is a character in the book. Like if, if it had been in a vacation town or anything else, it just wouldn't have worked. Um, it, it is, it worked because it's on a cruise ship. Um, and so there's so many things that are unique to cruising that you run into with this, like the assigned tables at dinner and mix-ups and dress codes and um, excursion tickets getting confused and that sort of thing. And the overly weird guides who don't, you know, actually pay attention to what's going on. So there are mishaps on the excursions. Um it's it's very fun. And then it also sort of snuck in. He's a cowboy. This is a cowboy romance at heart. Um, because yeah, uh, he is he works a ranch in Texas. You know, it's he may be on a cruise ship, but he wears his cowboy hat everywhere. And one of the excursions is actually riding horses into the ocean and then oh. you know, like they swim across into a little island, barrier island, and then back. And there are some very amusing parts of that. Um because horses don't care when they go to the bathroom. They just go to the bathroom and the horse behind you has to just swim through all of that. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. So, getting, get, getting the picture. Yeah, um, but, you know, because he's a cowboy. So then when someone's going to fall off, he can save the day and that sort of thing. Um, but what what was even better than that is there is just this rich, full faith arc. Um that uh is present like it's not tacked on at the end it is there for both characters have so much personal growth but also spiritual growth that they go to over the course of this um that uh that is really really nice to see and it's not you know super heavy hitting but it's there and it's unapologetic and the story would not be the same without it um and then there's just great chemistry and humor and the kids are fun. It it was, I will read this again. It was fantastic. And I will absolutely read Part it. Part of a series? Can you read the rest of the Cowboy series too? I didn't look to see if it was part of a series. I'll have to, I'll have to look that one up. It yeah. sounds fun. I've it read was, it. It was really But I've read it before 2015. Okay. Yeah. It could <laughs> so be. Met, was it that. Trad that was then indie published later or then published by someone else? Maybe. I don't know. I mm. think it was Trad because I know I had to buy it. Um, maybe it got reissued, but I've, I've read it, but it, I didn't read it recently. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What's your next one, Narelle? My next one is, um, this is also an older book from 2014 and it's True North by Susan Diane Johnson. So this one, has anyone got this one on their list? Nope. Nope. Okay. So this one, this one is an Alaskan cruise ship romance and it's also an estranged married couple romance. And we've been talking lately about how readers 
are looking for the reunion romance between married couples, well, this is definitely one to go and find if that's what you really like to read. <laughs> and so Lisa and Joe's son, I can't remember how old he is because I read this a long time ago. So I went back to my book recommendation from 2014 <laughs> to remember the story. So I am a bit sketchy on details. I need to reread it, but my reading list is too long at the moment. But anyway, so their son passes away and that basically destroys their marriage. And so the start of the story, I think the fa- the father has left and I think he's left, Joe's left Lisa. And what they had actually um, planned was an Alaskan cruise with their son to celebrate his birthday because he always wanted to see the whales. Mm-hmm. And so this cruise is booked, but then, of course, miles in advance. And then, of course, he passes away, but they still have the tickets. And so Joe decides that he's going to go on the cruise And then Lisa doesn't tell Joe that she's still going to do the cruise. So she ends up on the cruise with him. So it's very, one, it's very emotional, this particular story. Um, She's effectively gatecrashed his holiday. He doesn't want to see her particularly, but she really wants to heal and get closure. And she's not convinced that they can get back together either as well because so much has happened and there's been so much painful stuff to deal with in terms of, losing a child so I'd probably say this is probably a trigger warning if that's a sensitive issue for you having a child pass away then this is probably not the book to read because it does delve into all that um, how old was the emotions. Child? I can't I'm thinking possibly like 9 10 but I could be wrong okay I can't I as I said I haven't I didn't go back and search Sorry. yeah yeah I, I can't remember exactly <laughs> no 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 that's fine yeah but young younger rather than older it was definitely, I don't think he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm thinking 9, 10, 11. I could be wrong. Could be even younger. And I can't remember exactly what happened either. But I do remember enjoying this. And I've, I've always wanted to see the whales and do an Alaskan cruise. So for me, this is a book. Valerie's already done it. <laughs> but I've never had a chance to do that because I live in Australia, not Canada. So um, I really enjoyed as a reader um, going on this cruise with the characters and lots of fun stuff happens on the cruise. So it's not, it's not a heavy book in the sense that there is some fun stuff that happens in the story. But it does deal with a lot of heavy issues and there's a lot of romantic tension. So if you like that romantic tension that comes with um, a married couple reuniting, then you'll get that in this book as well. I went to look real quick. Um, it was 2001 for It Had to Be You. So that, yes. that is old. <laughs> also, I remember having babies when I read it. Yeah. That's, I did, <laughs> yeah, that would have yeah. been when my, yeah, I would have had a, a baby at that point in time. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Valerie, what's your next one? It depends on how many more I get. I'm done, so you can have my slot. Do I get two more? <laughs> yeah, I've got two more, so you can have two more. Okay, yeah. so then I'm going to kind of half piggyback on Narelle, not the same book, but it reminded me a lot of Wait for Me by Jan Thompson. That was one of mine, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, so you can piggyback there too. I will, I will. It's a reunion re- romance. It takes place on an Alaskan cruise. Um, there is a sm- suspense can't talk today um, <laughs> as well in that the um, heroine left her husband and small child um, because she works for I don't know Interpol or something like that and was on top yeah, secret yeah, yeah, yeah. that she couldn't even tell her husband about and finally he's just like well just get out of our life already and she said okay but their son who is alive and turning, I think, five, all Jonas wants for his fifth birthday is a cruise to Alaska with both parents. 
this has not ever been on the agenda of any five-year-olds I've ever met. No. However, these people have money and uh, this is what Jonas wants. And this is what Jonas gets. Uh, Logan has the money. He always gives in to his son and Marie can make it. She just wants to see her boy again. Um, but there is a level of suspense through it as Marie's past catches up to her. But uh, yeah, if you want to see the uh, Alaskan cruise, if you want to see a married and divorced couple reuniting, and if you like small children who are a little bit spoiled, but who also really want their parents back together, then you might enjoy Wait For Me by Jan Thompson. I had talked about this one for a previous episode. Yeah. I think maybe single mm. parents. It has yeah. come up at least once before. Yeah. Um, I just remember <laughs> warning you then, and I'm going to reiterate my warning now. Uh, the little boy is beyond precocious. And uh, there were moments where I wanted to be that person who steps in and helps parents learn how to parent. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like, it is actually all right to deny your child. Yeah his grandiose wishes yeah he, he and this might um, be the time yeah he needed he needed some old-fashioned discipline <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yep. so um but that aside it's it's a lovely story and I loved having been on an Alaska cruise um I loved seeing the stops and recognizing that was familiar. Yeah. Sitka and the boardwalks and, you know, all the different um, unique to Alaska kind of things. Um, It's, it's a fun way to see Alaska um, either going on a cruise yourself or cheaper in a book that goes to Alaska. Yes. (laughs) Um, I can't remember if they see whales or not, but when we went to Alaska, we did see whales. So yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't remember that whales were part of this one. Um, we saw them too, though. So, I mean, I think it's hard to go on an Alaskan cruise and not see whales. Because oh, I'm they... sure there was people on our ship who didn't see a single whale because they spent their entire time in the casino because the weather wasn't that great. Okay, well, that's fair. We went on a Disney cruise, so there was no casino. So that's a that lot was of nice. money to pay to sit in a casino. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. whatever flights your boat. Yeah, that's true. Different strokes. Yeah. So um, I will keep with the Alaska theme then. <laughs> and um, because it's what I do, bring in a little romantic suspense um, and go to Stranded by Danny Petrie. Um, it is again, older. It's part of her Alaskan courage series, um, which is about a sibling group in Alaska. Um, but in this particular one, they run like an adventure, um, outfitter kind of thing in Alaska, an Alaska tourist town. And they have contracted with a cruise ship, a cruise line to run the excursions from on board. Um, and so uh, it is not scary and tense, but there's definitely suspense. Um, I would say this is maybe a little more tense than some romantic suspense. Um, I think Danny Petrie's known for. Yeah, um, it, mm. it is. It is not scary to me. If you're super sensitive, there are elements that probably you might want to read it with a light on. <laughs> so okay, or um, not at 11 p.m. Yes, not at 11 p.m. Um but I really liked the, the heroine is a, um, 
undercover investigative reporter who is going on the cruise ship under the guise of writing an article for an adventure magazine, because that is what she has switched to. And it's really, she's going to try and find out what happened to her reporter friend who has disappeared uh, from the cruise ship. And uh, the hero is Gabe. I want to say it's Gabe. I didn't write their names down. I'm pretty sure it's Gabe. He's, um, He's a withdrawn, sort of uh, given up on God and love kind of guy because of tragedy in his past. Um, and I like how Danny has strong faith threads um, and how she isn't afraid to tackle like this this man has has turned away from God because of tragedy, because of hardship and, you know, sort of showing that Christianity, Christian life isn't all peaches and roses, you know, and, and that you can, you know, you're going to be hurt. It's still going to sometimes suck. Um, but God still loves you. Um, and, and you need to get over expecting it to be peaches and roses and just trust God to make something beautiful out of it in the end. Um, but it's, it's really good. I enjoy the Alaska, the whole Alaskan courage series, but this one is on a cruise ship. So it counted. There you go. (laughs) Yes. Sounds good. All right, last one, Valerie. Her Billionaire Wish by Kayla Alexander. This is again one um, with a very spoiled child. Why do they show up on cruise ships? This is what I want to know. Because they're expensive uh, and rich people go and they don't, yes. I don't know. So we have, <laughs> the nanny's missing. All, we, have, um, we have Chelsea, who's the heroine, and she is a spoiled heiress who is trying to decide what to do with her life. And single dad, Zach, promises, has promised his 10-year-old, Anna, a cruise. And then shortly after he put down the non-refundable money, he finds out that he might be losing his job. But they're going on this cruise. Anna would have it no other way. And he wants to give her this one last thing. And she's also a very spoiled child. So you have... A spoiled child who senses a slight attraction between dad and that person and she's just like putting her foot in all the time trying to make a mess of things until (laughs) until Anna starts to until Chelsea starts to see herself in the little girl and things begin to turn around but there's a a bit of period of time in there when you're like Zach you should just give your kid to that woman you don't know because they're just alike and (laughs) and go find a new job somewhere that you like better anyways um there was a lot of entitlement and just yeah expecting everything to go your way all the time but but i don't know yeah as the story progressed the characters grew some backbones um i became invested in how they would meet their challenges um even chelsea who um I really didn't want to like at all at the beginning. She did find some purpose. And so this is one where a lot of the story, or probably maybe half the story took place after the cruise, which you can kind of see, right? When you're talking about such spoiled kind of people, it's going to take a little bit of time. It's not just something Mm. that's going to like flip in seven days. And now we are wonderful people prepared to fall in love (laughs) and be appropriate. Doesn't work like that. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, you also don't often read a story where it's the woman who's wealthy and the guy's barely, barely making ends meet. 
and again, there was a spiritual thread in here that um, that I really enjoyed. So nice. yeah, so it was an interesting. I just started reading it honestly because I was having trouble finding cruise ship romances, right? Yeah. And then I, as I got into it more, I went, "No, this is all right. This is all right." <laughs> it just took me a bit to to get into the story. That, that happens sometimes. Mm. It does happen. <laughs> it does. Cool. All right. Oops. Other than the fact that I would like to go on a cruise, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. We should. The three of us. We should open it up. And people, oh, yeah. people can <laughs> story chats, cruise, yeah, do, you know, some live sessions on the cruise and and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be nice? Sit all, on lounge chairs and read mention together. It, mention it in comments. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us where we're going. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining us at Story Chats. Um, talk to us about chip romances if you've read any that we missed, um, which is likely, but. I know I scoured and it sounds like you guys had to look kind of hard yeah. to find them too. So let us know what we missed because we probably missed something um, in the comments on the YouTube channel or on our Facebook page. And you can find information about the podcast at insbyromance.com slash story chats. And uh, if you are over on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell. And we will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.